Boys and girls, do you want to hear a true story? Saturday night was at this real live party. They had the liquor overflowing the cup. About five, six strippers trying to work for a buck. I took one girl outside with me. Her name was Tyler. She went to junior high with me. I said, why are you up in there dancing for cash? It's been almost a week since we've had this cast. And he said, what would you do if your boys were at home recording a podcast all alone because they're hungry? And the only way to feed them is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. All right, we're good. <laughs> I, I should probably, I should start preparing. Cody, do the ad reads, please. Uh, episode 61 is brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC, as well as Waterfront Industries. Uh, if you own a lakefront property around Lake Madison or the greater Madison, South Dakota area, and you own a dock, boat lift, jet ski lift, anything of that nature, and you need help with installation removal during the seasons, or you need any uh, parts, pieces, equipment, um, you can always feel free to reach out to the Waterfront Docking LLC boys and girls. And if you specifically own a boat lift, you should head on over to waterfrontindustries.com and you can check out the lift ski. It is a very cool product that attaches right to the bottom of the boat lift, and it makes it a very easy two-person job to move it in virtually any direction over any surface. So, like I said, if you if you have a boat lift, definitely go check it out. That is waterfrontindustries.com for the lift ski stuff. And for the lift skis and all of the other things, you can always reach out to Jim and the team at 605-270-9426. And episode 61 is also brought to you by Raise Energy and repsports.com. Um, actually got an Apollo Raise Ooh, Energy right Apollo. here. Apollo. Yeah, it's uh it's that got thing's s- got that thing's gotta be full of sugar, right? Um, no, actually, oh what zero sugar, zero crash, full of electrolytes, BCAAs, that's branch chain amino acids, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess that's good for you. So yeah. boom. I love branch chains. <laughs> um, those guys are really raising the bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> we, <laughs> all right. Yeah. But yeah, cool can, cool design. Um, very patriotic. It's got the, uh, lady Liberty right here. Um, but yeah, My favorite if, lady, if, um, if you are, testing the waters on a new like zero calories um zero sugar um energy drink feel free to check out raise energy that's r-a-z-e um and you can check those out at repsports.com and as well as repsports.com has has a bunch of other supplements pre-workouts sleep aids all sorts of stuff so you can head on over to repsports.com that's r-e-p-p-s-p-o-r-t-s.com and if you use promo code PREMIX, P-R-E-M-I-X, you can get 15% off at checkout. And with that, let's get into it.
feel it deep, deep in my plums. Oh, what's up with you, man? How's it going? You look great. That hat's awesome. Thank you. Um, I got uh, a bunch of merch in, um, samples of the the new stuff that uh, our VP of Visualizations and Brands um, put together. So, um, usually mentioned at the end of the cast, but since we're talking about it now, uh, if you head on over to tcthepremix.com forward slash merch uh, and check out all that stuff. We have some stuff. Uh, we have some yoga pants for the ladies and um, mostly or men. <laughs> or, or men. I, sh- I shouldn't. Uh, How dare you assume that was that's on me. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the merch, there's like some unisex stuff. Um, but then we do have more um, labeled as male sizes um, mm-hmm. for, for wardrobe stuff, just because um, I got a feeling a majority of our audience is males. But hey. yes, we've seen the stats. That's why we're putting stuff at the beginning of the podcast. Now, you guys need to listen all the way through. <laughs> Don't tail off in the middle. I know that's normally where we lose a lot of you right in the middle. Or sometimes I go off on little rants all the way through. Um, also, I think sometimes it's hard for people to find um, some of our stuff. So I tried this, like, have you seen like the, a lot of influencers and uh, uh, different content creators? They're starting to use like Linktree. Yeah. It's on so, like, Instagram and stuff. It's very, very popular. Very yeah. easy to use. So I made us a Linktree. So if you're familiar with Linktree, you just type in in your URL or your search bar, mm-hmm. uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash TC the premix. And it'll bring you up to uh, our navigation page that'll take you to like our Twitter, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and it'll take you to our homepage. And I just took you directly to the merch um, because essentially our our webpage will give you uh, a link to get to like Spotify and SoundCloud on there as well but i figured if you were going to go to the webpage specifically you might be just going there to look for the merch but and don't be left behind this summer folks where everyone's going to be all li- I'll be allowed outside this summer don't be walking around not wearing a rip and throats tnc premix shirt you're going to look dumb everyone's going to make fun of you mhm 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 and when people ask you what it is don't be afraid to scream our social media handles and stuff, Adam, maybe make them list to an episode. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say capital M A C. Let me spell it out for you. <laughs> Cause oh. if you don't, if you don't know what ripping throats is, it's too late for you. Um, yeah, you've made it far too far in this podcast. Well, you weren't on mute on that one. That's my bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm still sick. Shout out. Uh, shout out for being sick. Um, How was moving that piano? Um, it wasn't bad. Um, uh, our VP of visualizations and brands. Um, I'm not going to assume his weight, but I think Colin um, is probably like uh, like 100 pounds less than me, but very, very strong man. <laughs> and uh, I think the lesser two men, I don't think would have been able to move that piano because we moved the piano and then we did have some help from the previous owner lifting it into the back of Colin's pickup. 
Ah, yeah, that's smart. Pianos are known for being light. Yeah. Uh, no ramps, just straight raw dogging it. We just raw dogged it, and then we raw dogged it out of there, and then we raw dogged it down the stairs. Um, yeah, I'd say like we probably should have thought about it a little bit more. We didn't mm. like we didn't have all a, gas, all gas, no brakes. Uh, but honestly, like there were a couple times where like my legs almost gave out, and I thought we were gonna drop it. Um, but we fucking got it. Colin's a very very strong man. Um, like he. He's he's well, like trained like MMA and like different things like that. And he's like lifted weights and played sports like the whole time. But like he's just like a, a leaner cutter. Um, like he's like, yeah. it's funny that like he's probably legitimately a hundred like less pounds than me, but he's like very very fucking strong. So like, the- well, it's well known to be in our like coaching tree. Like if you if you're around us, you have to be strong. Like that's just one of those things. I keep not using my mute button. Yeah, um, no, it's it's why we installed them. But sorry, that's my bad. Um, but yeah, um, we didn't hoist it ten stories and drop it on anybody, so that was kind of a bummer. Mm, kind of lame. But did you, bust, did you bust out any tasty licks on it? <laughs> Funny story about that. Um, so Colin's wife Kirby, shout out. Um, What's up, Kerbs? She, she she came along, and like the people that we were buying it from. Like I walked in and there was a piano here and a piano here. And I was like, Ooh, this is a, this is a two piano household. Um, Not a household I want to be in. And this guy was um, very much like a cultured, um, definitely wants his kids to study the arts. Um, And, you know, Oh yeah. I think we have, I'm looking up the definite fucking nerd. (laughs) And he's like, he like looked at me and he's like, he's like, you play? And I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can play Twinkle Take a Little Star or Mary Had a Little Lamb. I can even play a little bit of We Three Kings. And uh Kirby said she like looked at him like when I said that. And he was like trying to figure out if I was joking or if I was being serious, but I was being dead serious. Like I can play uh anything with single keys, but you start touching multiple keys at once. I'm- That's wizardry. I don't trust it. I'm Get your out. fancy fingers out of my face. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's it was. It was a. It was a good time. Actually, wasn't that's that? I was really fucking sore though. Oh like, yeah, that's like like just you talking about hoisting that piano into the truck made my back twinge a little bit. And I know we don't like to brag about playing through injuries. Cody's sick. I my back hurts a little bit. You know, I grind. Like, <laughs> I put it on the line. Like I was like trying to like walk it off. Like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And then like the next day, Colin's like, hey, low key, I'm really fucking sore. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, me too. I'm just, I'm just picturing you in like a 1920 style, like iron lung, just laying there, just being like, yeah, no, I'm totally fine. But I understand if you're sore. Like it was really weird. It was like, I don't know, forearms up through the biceps, like somehow like my upper back shoulder. Those are the only muscles I work out. Forearms, only biceps, middle of my back. <laughs> I'm going for a real weird look. Yeah, it was, uh, I felt like we did good. We didn't break anything um, that I remember. <laughs> so don't look too closely at anything in your house, Kirby. Um, just you get done lifting it and like, wow, we didn't break anything. You just knock a lamp over. <laughs> there was a point where we were going down the stairs and it kind of like 
we about put her into the wall and uh, that would have been bad, but we got it. Oh, every time I've ever had to move anything heavy in my life, which besides my body is a lot because people see me and they're like, it looks like you would love to lift some couches up some stairs, which I never would. But every single time it's like, Hey, be careful. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. Don't break things inevitably end up just smashing a wall with like a corner of a couch. I'm like, yep, there it is. I think there's like a certain point. Like if you're lifting something really heavy and awkward, like everybody just comes to a mutual understanding. But enough about my wife. Oh, (laughs) everybody comes to like a mutual understanding that they're like, something's going to get broke. Like, yeah. Or like you get to the point where you're just like, uh, like you lost your, uh, you lost your commitment to like being careful. You're just like, all bets are off now. We're tired. Yeah, that's, We're that's annoyed. That's 100% me. We're just going to throw this around. We're just going to ram it through the doorway. <laughs> There's, Yeah, I'm not pivoting at all. I'm cramming. That is moving help. Like having me help move is you get 20 minutes of actual like help or I'm like informative. I'm actually lifting with proper form. If it goes on past 20 minutes, I'm breaking shit. I'm just, I'm carrying far too much. I'm dropping things constantly and that's the tyler johnson experience you're just gonna have to deal with it yeah all things considered we did a good job i'm proud of us we uh i'm happy for you too we are men um also uh i think i talked about um like 23 and me on this before potentially We've We've, we've done we talked about genealogy and stuff you claim to be Dutch. I almost ended the podcast. Oh, I don't know if I'm Dutch. You're Danish, Dutch. It's all the same goddamn thing. Mm. You goddamn filthy tulip breeders. <laughs> I'm, I, that was probably incredibly insensitive against the Dutch. I just refused to care. Um, uh, it's it's weird because like, I remember checking my 23andMe like, I guess must have been back like in around march or something like when we first started um started doing this podcast i remember talking about it and um uh i said i'd never do it because i'm not a government stooge they'll never have my dna yeah yeah pretty normal conspiracy pretty normal for conspiracies like me they already had mine um law enforcement uh oh they took it took it from me with force so <laughs> they do have my fingerprints. Those rat bastards. <laughs> I got to get rid of my fingerprints now. Mine was only, um, they only took it from me so that they could determine if some of the blood on a crime scene was mine. So, <laughs> but it's totally above board. Yeah, everything's <laughs> no cool. funny business. Yeah. I was not charged in the uh, murder of those three midgets. That's fine. They'll never, I was not actually implicated. I, I think like last time um, it, it's weird. It's so, like this 23 and me, it's like as more people submit their DNA, like it constantly changes all the time. So like right now I'm like 45.6% French and German somehow. Ooh, that's when I, when I don't think I was, huh, we will. Yeah, we will. Je m'appelle Hugo, Jacques ans. You're saying that a little too fluidly for me. I don't like it. <laughs> and I guess now, like, I'm only like 31.4% Scandinavian, which is like Swedish, Danish, Norwegian, 
Norwegian, Finnish. Shout out to our Finnish boys. Shout out. Um, and I also noticed that uh, I don't think I was this before, but I think I am uh, 0.4% Italian. So, Maron. Ooh, Maron. That's why you love the Sopranos. That's why I have like three gumas. So, <laughs> hopefully, Lily's not listening and yes. she doesn't watch Sopranos, so she doesn't know what a guma is. It's boom roasted. Burn. Does this mean, can I claim this so I can just start eating gabagool out of the fridge in my robe? This is. I'll do that if I can start doing that. Dude, like I said before, when when like Tony's pulling like sheets of wax paper, like covered things out of the fridge and just eating meats in front of the refrigerator. Oh, I identify with that so much. Yeah. Except mine's actually just a bag of shredded cheese at like three in the morning. And I'm just shirtless like a bear. Oh. Um, but like the whole reason I brought up the 23 Me is like one of my second cousins um like connected with me on there and like like we kind of know each other but we only see each other like every four years when there's like a hall family reunion um but yeah so that's pretty cool bring him on the cast let me bully him or her i don't know why i assumed it was a dude it was a he um he's he's a little prim and proper i don't know if you would appreciate some of our crude like the crude things you say (laughs) oh just me Listen, did I talk about I have a very fun story that involves poop? And yeah, if you can't get behind that story, get out of my life. That's cool. I I I want to do that, but I just don't I don't think I have the I don't think I really want to get tested. Because yeah. I don't want to come back and be like, you are 96% Canadian and like four percent French. I just got to hate myself. Yeah. Or like there's like a potential match and it's like, this is your daughter. And you're like, damn it. Easy. I'm just saying, hey, it could easy. Get... Same I'm thing currently... could potentially happen. <laughs> I mean, hypothetically to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, and as soon as DNA tests get better, I'm done with DNA. <laughs> I'm out. I don't want it anymore. Oh, man. I don't know if you could tell in the Zoom, and I know people listening certainly can't, but I'm growing my mustache out. I am. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, see, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to curl it, and I'm pretty close. But, man, did did you ever learn how to, like, trim your mustache? Mm. No, I do. I comb it, and then I just trim it like at an angle around my lip line like this okay yeah see that's more than i knew like i'm gonna have to start doing that because i'm starting to get a lot of scragglers in the old mouth yeah you'll have that not a a fan yeah but i am a fan of of me curling my mustache yeah if you uh once it once it grows out a little bit longer you'll eat a few of them from time to time yeah no i've got one on like this side of my face (laughs) that i've just been chomping on But it's also a little bit more like, I don't know. I got I to gotta work on my mustache, but I'm pretty excited about it. That's a good look. See, I want that look. Yeah, see? <laughs> Great audio. Just us playing with our mustaches <laughs> yes, and looking touch- at each other. <laughs> touching our facial hair and staring at each other. Oh, oh boy. But, all right, let's talk about a couple important things. 
such as the, you and I both had a little bit of a mental breakdown when I figured out that uh, yesterday, Tuesday, the 26th, was the one-year anniversary of our dear friend Kobe Bryant passing away. If you would have told me that was four months ago, I would have believed you. And if you would have told me it was two years ago, I would have believed you. Holy hell. It's been a, like a year. That, that seems like yesterday almost. Yeah, it, it just doesn't seem like it was that long ago. And like the only thing like I can, like I remember when COVID like first started like starting was right about that time as well. So yeah. it's like, it's, cause like I remember somebody uh, like posted an article and like the main page was like Kobe, like remembering Kobe Bryant. And then like on the side column, it was like, uh, COVID should small, I be worried? <laughs> small, small outbreak in China. Yeah. And it's like, nobody cared. Like, and like to a small degree, like, um, I think that was like, honestly, part, like part of it, like if that hadn't happened, like ev- that was like a big focus of the news, you know, like that was a big, big deal. And like it, like the whole COVID thing was developing at that time. And our attention was obviously focused on that to a degree, but yeah, it's, I, I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah. That, that just, I blew my goddamn mind. I was just like, wait, what a God, what a year? Are you sure? RIP. Uh, RIP a big big RIP to number eight, number twenty-four. Mamba. Just, just a year. God damn, dude. Time is weird. I'm not a, I'm not in on time. I'm not in on time and I'm not in on DNA. Those are just two things I just don't I'm not in. I don't want it. Fuck time. Oh yeah. Speaking of time, I my spine just hurts. <clears throat> I'm gonna Stone. live forever. I, I know exactly when it started to hurt too. It was like Monday and I like moved a little bit weird and I felt the twinge in my back. Boom. Had to foam roll for two hours just for moving, just from moving. Yeah. It's um my neck has been jacked up. Like ever since I turned 30 legitimately, I think like on the day, like I woke up and my neck was just <laughs> like, Oh, well, so I, saw an ad for one of those things like the posture corrector things and i was like "Ooh, that actually looks like something you know maybe i could maybe i could use like i tend to get a little slouch going on i probably don't sit up straight looked one of those bad boys up no thanks man those are expensive and then like underneath it they're like 190 199 bucks for a Hmm. good one but then I started reading some like reviews and people are like, oh, this is such a scam. Like, like it's not like that's not actually good for you to be like strapped back in like that. I was like, oh, so I, now I'm going to work on my posture naturally, which huh. consists, which consists of like four times a day. Me just being like, ooh, I got to lean back. <laughs> is that when you were looking at them, was it just like um, just like the strap that kind of like tightens you up? Or I've seen like the ones where like in the center of your back though there's like a sensor and it like senses like at what angle it's at and it'll actually like sync up to like your smartwatch or your phone or whatever and it'll tell you like hey your your posture is not lean good. back uh i was looking at the ones that were actually strapped because i thought they kind of looked cool like i had gun holsters but those are expensive and then the sensor ones i was like yeah there's no way i'm gonna listen to that don't you don't control me computer i control you but yeah, that, 
never i'll just i'll work on my posture naturally by that i mean i'll ignore it until it kills me that's fair yeah yeah that's i don't know posture posture is weird bad bodies are weird um i didn't win i didn't i was hoping one of us would win the huge lotteries that happened neither mm, of us did because first thing that's going on the list chiropractor that's gonna follow me around Mm. and just constantly be like hey why don't you and like lean back a little bit because i'm never gonna do it for myself that's not how i roll yeah it was kind of a bummer to find out that i wasn't gonna be a billionaire kind of a you know but life goes on um were were you with uh lance watching the the fights were you um no lance blew lance blew my party off for probably a way dumber party mm. i just remember i saw like the board with all the bets for like all the fights or whatever or allegedly there was some <laughs> things scribed on what appeared to be a, bo- a big board i don't know i mean it could have just been something else clearly You'll never know <laughs> Because that's illegal in this state, unless you're in Deadwood, or um, if you drive border in Iowa. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say, so the obviously the 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 big one, the you know Dustin Poirier, Poirier, Dustin uh, Poirier, upset Conor McGregor with a technical knockout. Um, just destroyed him with the with the calf uh, calf kicks. Yeah, hard pass on that. That's where I really decided getting kicked in the calf would be not cool. And. Like I guess one of my big takeaways is like everybody's like, oh, Connor's a chump. Connor sucks. Like Connor's terrible. But like, it's just like Connor has gotten away with like if you notice, like he he fights in a wide his, wide stance with his, his hands leg far out, forward, hands down, trying to bait you into punching him in the face so he can punch you in the face, and and it and it works. And honestly, like if you if you rewatch like the the start of that fight it was working it was effective he his his move is come out early pressure you get you on your heels smother you and just hit you and you know and then usually like he'll get people to cover up and he'll he'll just, just lay it on him and, away and, and, and knock him out or push him up against the cage and hit him with a couple shoulders um he, that's that shoulder move is very effective i think more people should adopt that yeah, he was doing like shoulders and like the foot stomps. Like you push somebody up against the cage, you start stomping on their feet and hitting them in the face with your shoulder. Like it's, it's I'd like, be upset. <laughs> it's something that a lot of people, you know, probably don't train for that specifically. I wouldn't think. I mean, I'm not I, an I, MMA expert, but I remember the first time I saw John Jones like throwing devastating elbows, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like you can punch <laughs> someone with your elbow?" And then that, and then when I saw uh, Connor do the shoulder thing against Cowboy, I was just like. Wait a wait a you can punch people with your shoulder now? Like that doesn't that doesn't seem right. Your entire body is a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah, I just I was I was impressed with Connor, and then as soon as like you I, I saw him getting kicked in the leg. I've seen a lot of leg kicks in the UFC. I didn't realize that, that he was like that's like a legit game plan. It's like, oh, I'm gonna take away his leg. Yeah, like, I've I've seen um you know like front like uh like leg kicks and stuff that and, they, and um 
depending on the style of fight, like it's very effective, but I've never seen like such a devastating, like that, that, uh, that part of the calf that he was specifically like, like his targeting, he was throwing those kicks and he was almost like wrapping around and getting inside high calf contact. Like, Yeah. yeah, that was wild, but good on him. Um, Dustin's, you know, well, I think what they said, like he's, he's fought like, like however many more times within the last seven years since they yeah, fought. It was, it was crazy. It was, I, I know the, I don't know the exact number and I know we always get roasted for making numbers up, so I'm not going to, but yeah, it was just like, oh yeah. And also Connor hasn't really like, he, like, he had a 40 second warm-up fight with Cowboy like a while ago. And then he was just hopping back in against arguably one of the top fighters in that weight class. And yeah, he got punished. Did you see like the after picture of his leg? It looked like I, he had like a, it looked like he had like a football. Like that's how much it was swollen. Yeah. I, I actually didn't, uh, I didn't actually look at the pictures, but I, I did listen to like the, the post fight press conference from Connor. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I have an American football tucked inside my yeah. my, my suit pants right now and <laughs> an american football you cheeky bastard <laughs> and i i will say um like connor was like i mean there's not a whole lot you can do when you get beat like that i mean you just got to kind of suck it up and take it and good on him i mean he was um he was gracious in defeat as cliche as it is to say i mean he was he handled it well he pretty much you know said that you know Dustin was the better man that night and he deserves it. Um, and a lot of people like saying like Connor's a chump and like, he's, he's washed up and he, he doesn't have it and all this and all that. Like you got to realize that lightweight division is a lot different than it was like seven years ago. Like there's a lot, a lot of talent in that lightweight, like, uh, all of Oliveira, um, Gaethje. If, if Habib, uh, decides he wants to come back, uh, Ferguson, (laughs) cowboy, like, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of talent. I'm sure I'm missing people because I'm not as yeah. Uh, my brain don't work good. <laughs> but yeah, the, I mean it's a stack. It's a stack division. Um, I will say, um, I did not on the uh the co-main, the the Chandler Hooker. Like I I think when we talked about it um on last cast, like I didn't realize who Chandler was. Like coming over from like. I, Bellator or Strike Force or whatever. Strike Force, yeah. I say I kind of talked about it, but it was one of those things where it's like I never actually like seen him fight. I just knew that he was good. I didn't realize that he was absolutely like I will body bag you type of good. And and like Chandler and Hooker are also like two guys in that lightweight division as well. Like they're also very good. And Hooker, like you know, got caught and knocked out, but like he's also like a, a like a decorated striker stand-up yeah. guy as well and he got outstruck by a person who was considered like one of the top elite wrestlers which i was listening to an interview i think monday with chandler and he was talking about uh he was like the guy was like well you're known as a wrestler like what what made you like so good at having a stand-up game and he's like, well, you know, like he's like, I knew I was good at wrestling. He's like, so I decided to focus more on boxing. And when I started boxing, I figured out I had lightning in both hands. I was like, wow, that's a cool thing. <laughs> like, it's like, I was really good at that, but I'm also really good at this. And then he, 
and then he called out Khabib and he said a pretty cool quote where he's like, yeah, Khabib wants 30, and know, but if he fights me, he'll be 29 and Chandler. And I was like, Ooh, he's going to kill you, but I'm kind of curious now. I have a very, I have a very simple lizard brain. Like if you make me entertain, I want to watch that fight. Like I would say like, even like, that's why I like, well, even like watching Connor fights. Cause like we had a group of people over socially responsible. We were all distanced uh, to watch the Connor fight. And like, just like the hype leading up to it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's almost, that's almost worth, that's worth paying the money for to get like that, get like a group of people together and have like, excitement so um kind of similar to like uh like how chandler came over from uh strike force or whatever i guess i'm not familiar with him but you said he was strike force um, i'm pretty sure it was strike force like how so like ben Askren, who <laughs> like fought in one like one and then also was in bellator and like he came over and like uh, you know, obviously, like his debut was against uh, Masvidal, and he got Didn't viciously go <laughs> did not go great. <laughs> viciously knocked out with the knee, and then I think he had he had what like he only had like one more fight. I think he fought uh, Damian th- Maya. Th- uh, for some reason, I thought maybe three, but yeah, two sounds also right. Um, and he lost. He got submitted um, in the third round. Um, so like after um, so after Connor lost. Jake Paul shows up and starts talking shit about how he was offering 50 million to, to fight him. And he's like, now I got 10,000 for 10, it. 10,000. Me, 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 me. So, um, it's, uh, it looks like, uh, it's slated for April 17th, <clears throat> excuse me, this year. Um, Ben Askren, and- <laughs> shut your mouth. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Jake Paul and Ben Askren are going to have a, a, a boxing match. On so, April four, uh, April seventeenth. Excuse me. So I looked at, uh, I saw that I saw that they immediately had betting odds, and that Jake Paul was the favorite. He was like minus two seventy, and I was like, whoa, that's kind of weird. I didn't realize that Jake Paul is like three inches taller and like thirty pounds heavier than Ben Askren, and Ben Askren is literally known as like he's like a wrestler. Like even in UFC, in two events. Granted, he got knocked out in one of those events in seven seconds. Like we said, by Jorge Masvidal's knee to his face. Top of his skull, actually. But he like didn't even land one significant strike in the UFC. Like he's, he's a wrestler. That's what he's known for. And then I also saw, because in my dumb brain, I was like, oh, dude, I'm definitely going to take Askren. He also got his hip replaced like three months ago. And he hasn't trained since he lost that last UFC fight. Oh, so that's tough. Also, real quick, um, correction: I forgot that um, he choked out Robbie Lawler. That was actually Ben Askren's um, debut. Debut. So he was, has, was against did, Robbie did Lawler. Three? Yeah, Robbie Lawler, Jorge Masvidal was when he got viciously knocked out, and then uh, Damian Maya. He lost by submission. So he is one and two in the UFC. Well, uh, at Jorge Masvidal, that was a goddamn train. So I think that I think that broke him in a lot of ways. The Masvidal knee, both spiritually and ment- or mentally and physically. Spiritually, but put spiritually, him in the spirit world. <laughs> he did send him to the spirit world, uh, but like Ben Askren's not a puncher, and so I 
when I was reading about the betting odds, because once again, I had to talk myself out of being dumb. They were just like, yeah, the only way he's going to beat Jake Paul is if he just out cardios him, which he's really like, he's a wrestler. So wrestlers have good cardio. I think Jake Paul might win this one. And then he's going to be like, oh, fucking pussy MMA fighters. I beat the shit out of them all the time. And then he's probably going to run into some sort of horse like MMA fighter and get murdered. Yeah, I feel like um, I still I'm definitely going to watch the fight or, you know, try to uh, try to watch obviously. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, to make it be a boxing match, um, I would say, I mean, granted, Askren has you know, several years of MMA training, but like you said, like he's a, he's a wrestler grappler, um, you know, jujitsu guy. He's, he's not a, he's not known necessarily for his striking. Granted, he, he's more than capable and and has training in doing that, but yeah, for Jake Paul, he'd beat the fuck out of me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for for Jake Paul to call him out. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of funny. And also like, Conor McGregor still made like $18 million off of losing uh, on USC 257. Don't act like Conor McGregor is like some scrub. He's still like the most famous person you could get to fight besides maybe Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather is going to assassinate Jake Paul's brother. So mm-hmm. that, that whole, I don't know what their strategy is by calling out people trying to beat them up. That's just... But when we have when we have the podcast fights, uh, which I'm, I'm not working out the details, but when you and I tag team another South Dakota podcast, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it doesn't go past like the first thirty seconds because I will. Oh yeah, no, we gotta win. We gotta out. win them quick, quick. I'm I'm really working on a strategy where you throw me like a board and I land on top of them, and I just just basically lay there. Could be effective. Um, not to bring us down, but I was going to talk about the the Chad Wheeler thing. Um, that guy is a, a trash trash human being, psychopath who should probably be in jail. It um, might already might already be in jail. Yeah, he and not probably in jail, definitely in jail. Yeah, was it? Um, I guess I I had the story pulled up, but was it his? Um, was it his wife or is his girlfriend? I think girlfriend. I'm not totally sure. I did not have the story pulled up. I just saw the story like earlier today. Uh, girlfriend, I think. Um, just girlfriend. Um, but yeah, so on the 23rd, uh, Wheeler was arrested on domestic charges. Um, and like right here, it just says like for choking his girlfriend. But um, I saw the picture. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he like dislocated her arm. He bloodied her face. Um, and I guess like he choked her till she was unconscious. And then she told the cops that when she like came to, he's like, Oh, you're still alive. Yeah. Like came, it like, was like eating like food, and, like drinking a smoothie, like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> thought I killed you. Yeah. Um, and then so like she ran and barricaded herself in the bathroom, called 911. I guess he broke the door down to the bathroom, like and luckily cops got there in time. Um, yeah, I, I talked about this um, in one of a uh, group chats um, 
one of our like fantasy football leagues, we talk about like all the NFL stuff, but uh, yeah, I guess supposedly they're saying like he has like, he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and he was off his meds and all this shit. Yeah. So, so I saw, I saw the tweet uh, and I was like, it was someone being like, let's see uh, what Chad Wheeler is accused of doing is absolutely sickening. If true F that guy, I hope he goes to jail for a long time. I saw that and I was like, who the fuck's Chad Wheeler? <laughs> so then I looked it up and I was like, okay, I kind of know who Chad Wheeler is. And then I saw like the pictures and like the story. I was like, Oh, so Chad Wheeler plays for the Seattle Seahawks, I believe. Yes. Yep. He, he did anyways. Did Yeah. He used to, but then I saw underneath the tweet, they had the tweets from Chad Wheeler saying like, cause people are like, Oh, we don't really know what happened. And then it was three tweets from Chad Wheeler. Like events happened over the weekend that transpired from a manic episode. I'm deeply sorry for the pain and suffering that I've caused to Aaliyah and her family. I apologize. And then he was like, it's time to walk away from football. I need to get help. So I never pose a threat again. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the stats are. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Probably. um, I wouldn't say I'd say chances are not a hundred percent of them have uh, attempted murder on someone. So that's and, far, far from an excuse. And uh, there's a, there's a significant difference between me and like, Oh, that normal guy had a manic episode kind of freaked out normal size. And then like an actual NFL player just losing his mind, just being like, Holy shit. I didn't kill you. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little bit different when it's a 306 pound six, seven man. Like that is a, a murder a machine. Yeah. That's... yeah. Um, and, and also like this isn't the first time that he's had um, like Freak. violent, violent, like outbursts, like back in 2015 when he was at USC. Um, USC scum school. There's a little <laughs> fact for you. Um, the LAPD, um, I guess arrived and they said that he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. He was punching walls and windows in an apartment. Um, Terrifying. He had injured his hand. He ran out. He was ignoring the uh, commands of the police. Um, when he's confronted by the police, like he like tried to go back into the apartment and they thought he was going to grab a weapon. And so the cops like shot him with multiple beanbag rounds and then subdued him. Um, but yeah, like he was, it said he, he was with his friend and her seven month old son at the time. So like, Ooh, that's a potent recipe for disaster. Yeah. So, I mean, like he's obviously this is not the first time that something like this has, has happened. And, um, you know, granted that was like six years ago, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's, yeah. I said, that's, that's a pattern that you can't have and, and like you said, six, seven, 306 pounds. That is a murder machine. Multiple beanbag rounds. No fucking thanks. If I'm a cop and I shoot someone with a beanbag round and they don't drop immediately, I'm, I'm calling back up. <laughs> yeah. I'm jacking the, a, a couple of buckshot rounds. You know, that shotgun. <laughs> yeah. and let them have it. There, there is no way. Let's get So this is six foot seven, 306 pounds. I right now, as of, Two hours ago, it was 6'4", 241 pounds. 
if you shot me with a beanbag round, I'm going to throw up and lay down. <laughs> Not continue to be like, hey, don't do that. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You tased me. I was tased in a fun way a couple weeks ago. And I, just someone touched my arm with a taser. And it affected me for like two hours. Like I couldn't grip things. So anytime, anytime people are just like, oh yeah, yeah. He fought off some taser rounds, a couple, couple beanbags. No, nope. Live ammo. <laughs> We're going big game hunting. Yeah. And I mean, like, so the guy, um, like he came into the league in like 2017, he was undrafted, went to the giants. Um, and he, I think like, realistically like from like 2017 till now like he's only played and like started or or made or played major snaps in like only like 20 games he was like on and off practice squads and they said he was like injury prone but also had like off-field issues that i guess never got reported out but the team was aware of so yeah i mean nobody's gonna miss this guy um Welcome. He, he needs to get some help, obviously, but he should be locked up and not allowed to ever do anything like this again, obviously. So, very, very true. Well, let's change the mood. <laughs> uh, let's start with a bit of sad news, and then we're going to talk about some fun news. <laughs> let's... Okay. A little bit of compliment sandwich. So, today, March, uh, March 27th, good God, May 27th, January 27th. We're time traveling. Yeah. Today marks 28 years since a little man named Andre the Giant passed away. Little man. Little man named Andre the Giant. So I saw that little fun fact and I thought, hey, Andre the Giant, that's kind of right up our alley. A man who was, uh, I was doing a little research on his height. They had him build at seven foot, seven four, and four. 400 or 555 pounds i consider that a bit of an embellishment that they say closer he was about seven foot and 400 pounds which is still an absolute tank of a human being yeah same in that big yeah i was gonna say i mean i'd kick his ass but <laughs> but uh i had to and when i when i hear honor the giant i think of honor the giant drinking stories because he is a. Uh, He's a little bit known for being a bit of a booze hound. And when you're that size, I think probably everyone's seen the picture of Andre the Giant holding the 12-ounce beer can. I don't know if have you seen this. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, Google it so you have a little bit of basis to go off of. But I looked up Andre the Giant's amazing feats of drinking, and here are six of the best ones. All right, number one, when he quit drinking... He still drank five bottles of wine a day to get down to a trim 475 pounds. Five bottles of wine would put me pretty close to comatose. Yeah. And that hangover would be brutal. Wine hangovers are not good. Here's a little fun story about wine hangovers. Uh, A sponsor of this podcast and I went to a Friendsgiving where we said to ourselves, it was, you know, Friendsgiving. People are going to be playing slap in the bag. There's going to be boxed wine flowing. We were like, hey, let's avoid boxed wine hangovers. Let's drink UV cherry mixed with liquid ice because it kind of comes out purple. Kind of like wine. Spoiler alert, I got in a fist fight that night. <laughs> Did not have a lot of recollection of it. Not great. 
Uh, I did win the fight, I believe. Mostly because I don't think the other person knew we were fighting. But uh, <laughs> he also apologized to me. So, who won, really? And also, if you've never woken up in a basement of a house you didn't know with bloody knuckles and just being like, ooh, that's not good. And then just scrolled through your phone to a bunch of text messages being like, what the hell? Oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's like, ooh, gotta get out of town. <laughs> so that was fun. So under the giant, good. Uh, he once rang up a $40,000 bar tab. So when he was in Princess Bride, I've heard of Princess Bride. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I've always been I mean, told it's, that. It's um it's like a classic. You know, you think of it as like a classic. Like you're probably not gonna sit down and watch it right now and be like, wow, this is a masterpiece because it's old. And yeah, I do hate old things. You know, it's because of that, it's kind of like corny to a point and kind of old, but, but it's uh it's a classic. Every, every time someone brings it up, I'm like, Oh, I've never seen that. That's what they're like, Oh, you've got to watch it. It's a masterpiece. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. But when he was filming that, he rang up a $40,000 bar tab at the Hyatt in London. Uh, according to the interview with I, Carrie Ailes, I, I looked up who that was. It's the guy from Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's how I recognized him. I don't know how to say his name. But Andre's to-go order was something called the American. It's 40 ounces of various liquors poured into a pitcher. Els, Carrie Ells said, I've never tasted airplane fuel, but I imagine it's very close to what it, what it most what it must taste like. It's very potent. I remember coughing a lot, but to him, it was like chugging water. He would drink six of these a night. Oh, my God. I think it's funny that they call it the American. Yeah, <laughs> we are uh, gluttonous, yeah, like, gluttonous bastards. What if we did something that's really bad for you, but we made it huge? It's like American. Nailed it. Uh, there is 33 and a half ounces in a standard one liter bottle. So that's drinking six of those just casually. Or seven, like six or seven of those. That's a lot of hooch. Mm. If you gave me six bottles of liquor and we're just like, you have to finish these before you could leave this room. I'm in that room for at least a week at least so good for him now this is where we start to get to some crazy facts he once drank 119 12 ounce beers in six hours that's a 12 ounce beer down every three minutes non-stop for six hours straight and after he did that he passed out in a hotel lobby and they had to cover him with a piano tarp, piano cover. So that's a lot of beer. It's, uh, yeah. Wow. And I'm just like, <sighs> that doesn't even like, it's hard to even comprehend. Like, that's a lot of pee. That's what I think of. Oh, when God. You, that you, is you... so much pee. <laughs> that is, that's me. I might as well be drinking those beers in front of the urinal because I'm <laughs> like, that's one thing I think of like when you, when you like say hypothetically you're in college and you're playing a lot of drinking games and you drink like 20 beers, like that's a lot of pee. If you pass out and you're drinking about 20 beers and you don't pee before you pass out, you're making pee in the bed or couch <laughs> or futon. 
or your friend's hamper or your friend's garage friend's dishing what dishwasher just just imagine that hotel lobby like how many mops they probably had to bring in there it's just it's like in big daddy when the the kid pees the bed he's like it can't be that bad goo (laughs) i peed the bed (laughs) it's like two inches of standing water in the lobby you gotta wear your muck boots oh man now this story is from uh, our personal friend uh the nature boy rick flair let me get a woo Woo! i was gonna woo a little louder but kids are sleeping yeah mine too (laughs) but him and andre the giant had to fly to japan from chicago and rick flair and andre the giant drank the entire 47 747 completely dry of every bottle of vodka on that plane i don't know if you've ever been on a plane and have seen the absolute like carts and like pantry full of booze that's impressive and i know i know the nature boy has has a history of overserving himself it drugs alcohol women rolex watches alligator boots tanning beds yeah, oh, a lot of tanning beds, but that's impressive. Uh, he drank under the giant, drank a case of wine in three hours. That is 12 bottles of very powerful, very strong French white wine. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, and to go back to that 112, 119 beers in six hours, once again, hypothetically, me and a sponsor of this podcast decided to sit down one fine Saturday and see how many beers we could drink. And I'm an American. I am gluttonous. I remember I drank 28 beers in hypothetically in like 15 hours. And I don't think I moved for like four days afterwards. I think you were actually there for that. It's possible. So I remember we bought individual cases and the pot the sponsor and i sat down and just really got after it basically just sitting there listening to music and i remember getting very blurry (laughs) now this last one's my personal favorite uh this is from the wrestler bobby the brain awesome name not familiar either am i but it makes me think of pinky in the brain which i like or like hanging brain or the bat wing, like in waiting when they show their nuts back to each other. Oh, yeah. I was just somewhere. I think I was somewhere on Sunday and someone made a show them the brain reference. And I was like, now there we go. There we Now we're talking. Uh, another friend of the podcast, when that movie came out, uh, we were in high school and obviously it was in vogue to show everyone the goat, the Abraham Lincoln, the bat wing. This large calf fellow was showing people the goat one night and we were outside of a, a female acquaintance's house and he accidentally showed the brain to, uh, not the brain, the goat to uh, this lady's mother. And, <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed. <laughs> now me, I'm partial to the batwing. That's, I like to show, I like, that's my personal favorite one of those. But while these two, while Otter the Giant and Bobby the Brain were in a hotel in Kansas City, Missouri, they were approached by the bartender who said, is, is Andre the Giant with you this time? And 
Bobby the Brain said, no, uh, no, he's not. And the bartender said, oh, thank God. Last time he was here, I gave him last call and he didn't want to leave. So I told him he could only stay as long as he was drinking. According to the bartender, Andre the Giant retaliated by ordering 40 double vodka tonics and he drank them until four in the morning. Good Lord. That boy is a horse. That under the giant. Like my brain can't even process that. That's just Oh, that's just death. That's just death for me. (laughs) There's just no I just couldn't even imagine. Just the thought of seeing 40 vodka tonics in front of me. I'd be like, what do you want me to do with these? Fill a bathtub. (laughs) But while I was while I was looking at the famous drinking stories, there was I read another article that was just like talking about funny stories from Andre the Giant being a giant. And they said that they would always, they would go to Japan a lot, like those old wrestlers and like wrestle in Japan. Cause I guess American wrestlers were huge back then, but they had a picture of Andre the Giant sitting in like a plane seat and he's taking up a whole row and he's sitting there. It looks like a full grown adult sitting with a bunch of preschoolers. Hilarious picture. And, but then they, like, on the, in the caption, they said when Honor the Giant would go to Japan, the toilets were too small to support him. So he would use the bathtub. Oh. <laughs> and just the visual of like a Japanese maid just walking into Honor the Giant's hotel room and just like, like walking in and seeing what happened to the bathtub and just walking on being like, I quit. I, qu- <laughs> I won't. I quit. Just. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah. I I remember like watching like a documentary on HBO. I can't remember where I saw it. I don't think I watched the entire thing, but I remember seeing like clips of it. And like like we joke and and like these drinking stories are funny, but like the life of Andre the Giant was kind of sad because like yeah. he he he's, he drank a lot because he was like uncomfortable around people. Uh, like uncomfortable around people like obviously like he was used to being kind of like a freak show like people would see him and be scared like children would be scared of him and like stuff like that so like he drank to like just like try to deal with all that yeah and then so it said when i was reading the article it said that and also that he was just in tremendous pain all Mm -hmm. the time like his joints were just like exploding constantly and his back was so fucked up from being that big and it's like he was drinking literally to numb the pain of that because even in the article they were like yeah he's drinking all this every single person said he was like never drunk or like didn't was wasn't like acting drunk or anything like that like when he was like drinking all this before like going on like movie sets and like wrestling and stuff they're like he was literally doing that because like pain pills didn't work on him it's like well that's fucking depressing also, he was only like 46 when he died. Like in the pictures of him, he looks a smooth 800 years old. Like you could yeah. tell that man, that man's head, his body was too big. Yeah. He, would, he lived a hard life. His, uh, yeah, just like existing, being that big, not to mention like jumping around and doing crazy things in a, in a wrestling ring. Like all, like all professional wrestlers yeah, that have coma. done it that have done it for a while like except Dwayne the Rock Johnson 
their their backs are all you know they're they all have injuries their knees are fucked their backs fucked their shoulders are fucked like everything's fucked and they're not 500 pounds yeah i i couldn't even imagine doing some of that shit and like oh you got to get up and do it the next day it's like no i have to go to the hospital (laughs) like like my ankles have left my body i don't have knees i just couldn't i couldn't even imagine yeah i have a like a a little bit of a twinge in my back and i'm like fuck should i call into work <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm done uh, this yeah, is, just like, this put is me it down. <laughs> like when it like when like i literally i'm not kidding it's a twinge in my back it doesn't impede me i just get up a little bit slower i laid on the floor for like two hours on monday night on a foam roller like just being like oh yeah if you told me i had to get up and run and jump i'd be like oh no <laughs> i'm out yeah, yeah. It's just uh, honor the Giants. Just one of those like, just fascinating studies of like, wow. So that's what humans shouldn't be like because that's just too big. I would say like he like of the small window of, uh, of time that like people walk the earth. Like Andre, Andre the Giants got to be like definitely in the top ten of like the most rememberable or most notable people. Like he was just a wonder of, yeah, well, a, of, like, a, of a, of a person. Like he just, yeah, I think hard to comprehend. Did, yeah. Like even like, if you like go to like an NBA game or like something like that, like the people you see on TV, you're like, wow, they're pretty big standing next to one of those people in real life. Who's like seven foot tall. Like it's, it's like, holy shit. Like you're not even the same species as me. Like I remember, remember Yao Ming, uh, he's like seven foot six. I lost a bet one time because I was like, I'm like Yao Ming's skinny as shit. I'm like, there's no way he weighs more than like 260 pounds. And I think it was against T Free, and he's like Yao Ming, easy, easy 350 pounds. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. And I pulled up a picture. I'm like, he's skin and bones. Yeah, he was 340 pounds. I'm like, oh, like he's a, he's seven foot six. Like he's a, like he's massive. I think there was some study done a couple of years ago where they are like most recognize, recognizable people on the planet. And Shaq was still like number three just because he's huge and he's on every commercial. Cause if, if the check clears, Shaq will endorse anything. <laughs> I love Shaq though. <laughs> I love, I love, I love Shaq, and I love how they pair him with, uh, with, with Charles, and Charles. they just, they just rip on each other. Or that time that Charles just nailed Shaq in the head with that egg. <laughs> uh, good times. Shaq and Charles, instant must watch. Uh, we were like a couple of years ago because when they do like NBA on Christmas Day, Freet and I were watching, and it was like two in the morning, and you could tell those boys have just been done with like they, they just done. NBA broadcasting for like 14 hours and Shaq got up and tried running and he fell into a huge Christmas tree. I laughed for like an hour straight. Just, just this huge refrigerator of a man falling into a Christmas tree. Just broke me. Just delirious. That is good time. I just can't even imagine being that huge. That's just, that's the recipe for pain. Um, what else we got? I actually don't have a ton uh, left on my list. I was gonna, I guess, recap the uh, championship games 
Um, we're obviously not going to um, give our picks for the Super Bowl. And I also forgot, like, the Pro Bowl, I guess, is happening, right? No idea. I don't think they're playing it. I think they're no? just, like, announcing Pro Bowl of players. Oh. I think that's what I saw, which it's the Pro Bowl. Like, no one ever really watched it. Yeah. No, I took some. Actually... I took. I took some great naps while the Pro Bowl was on. Actually, I think I remember. Um, I remember hearing something about that. That makes sense. Like, if there's anything that COVID uh, is, I'm okay with them taking. You can take the Pro Bowl. It's, the fine. it's like, <laughs> you guys, you, we're gonna lose the Pro Bowl, and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they still do that. Yeah, they, why are they in trouble? <laughs> uh, but I should we. We probably should have discussed this precast. Should we save? No, we really can't. We should talk about. Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, yeah, I guess um, there's a lot of joking about fading our picks. Um, I, guess ha, if, ha, ha. <laughs> I guess if you faded our picks, uh, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, you picked you picked right that one time. Um, well, I I don't think either of us expected the. Uh, Green Bay Packers to be soft soy boys and you know not not ever try. Yeah, what they um Tom Brady did his best Jameis Winston impersonation and threw through three picks and three touchdowns. Um hilarious. The Green Bay Packers um could not produce like could could not score any points off of those turnovers for whatever reason. Um yeah, I mean, it and was Ted. Ted Lafleur was just like, "Oh man, if only we had Aaron Rodgers." And Aaron Rodgers was like, "Dude, I am right here." Ted? And he's like, "I guess we just gotta fucking hope for the best." And Aaron Rodgers was like, "Dude, please, I'm telling you, I can do this." And then Ted Lafleur is like, "I guess Who the fuck's just Ted Lafleur." I don't. Oh shit, Ted Lafleur is a guy from Madison. Matt Lafleur. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I definitely just doxed that dude. Oh, my bad, Teddy. Ted Lafleur, Matt Lafleur. Fuck. Uh, same, last same, same last yeah, name. Same last name. Same last name. I knew where you were going with it. I was just like, you said it. You said it the first time. I thought it was just a mistake. Then you said it the second time. I was just like, who the fuck is Ted Lafleur? Yes. Uh, yeah. So everyone, forget what I said during that last part. Replace the T word with Matt. Matt Lafleur. Yeah. Yeah. Buccaneers beat the Packers thirty-one to twenty-six. Um, yeah. I. I, I I fully expected the Green Bay to win that game still until like the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I mean, there's still time on the clock. Uh, you know, there's time for Aaron Rodgers to go down. Also, Matt LaFleur kicking that field goal. So soft. So I, impossibly soft. I understand. I like just putting point, I guess, putting points on the board. But like in that situation, you know, you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Like there's two people that you don't want to give the ball back. To. Well, I'll say three, three, three top people that you probably don't want to give the ball back to like, like within or getting close to the two minutes. Um, Aaron Rodgers, which is on your team. So dodge the ball. There. Yeah, yep, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're probably not going to want to give it back to Russell Wilson. Cause that he's a comeback King. Never want to don't want to do that, but also don't want to give it back to fucking Tom Brady. Brady. And Tom Brady. Tom- that was the guy. Okay. Yeah. Why do that? Just, I'm sure he I'm sure he had like written down like his coaching sheet and he's like, Well, Russell Wilson's not here. We're definitely not playing Tom Brady. And he looked up and saw Tom Brady and was like, Fuck, no way. 
that was I and I know hindsight's 2020 and all that shit, but god damn, play to win the game. Like I it, it seems to me like coaches, I don't know if they get too deep in their own head or what, where they're just like, well, yeah, like you said, like, oh, we'll just put points on the board, it'll be fine. Dude, tr- like play like you're not fucking scared a little bit. Like even like worst case scenario there where they kick that field goal. It's like, even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't fucking Aaron Rodgers it, you've got like, you've got your defense has got them pinned within what, like five yards. Like trust your defense a little bit. Well, that that's kind of like, um, like you're already trusting them. If you kick exactly. the field goal. Exactly. Like, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Like, if you, you're like, okay, if we're going to trust our defense, we're going to kick the field goal and hope that our defense can hold them. You just go for it. And that same confidence that you had for your defense holding them is on a, sh- it's now giving you a shorter field if they do hold them or, yeah, you know, at least like, controlling field position, they're obviously would potentially punt or whatever, but like, yeah, like just, you're already doing the hard part. Just go out there and let them play. Like you can't, like, there's no saving anything at that point. Like you're not holding anything back. You're not keeping anything into the tank. Like you need to win the fucking game. Yeah. And that's like, it, like, it's like he was playing. It's like, Oh, we will get him next week. It's like, no, you're done. If you lose. And that's what I didn't understand. And I, I really thought the Packers were going to make it. I, I know our large friend, our large cat friends watching the Super Bowl with me. So I was very excited for that because there's no way that wouldn't end with at least someone crying, probably me. But I don't know. That's, it sucks because I really thought the Packers were going to do it, which we both took the Packers. So, yep, if you faded us, you're one and oh, congrats. You cheered for Tom Brady, you front-running bitch. Sorry, I didn't mean that. I did. Yeah, and then, yeah. That game, that game was upsetting. Um. Yeah, and then the AFC game, the Bills Chiefs. Um, Chiefs beat the Bills thirty-eight to twenty-four. Um, I think um, everybody can agree that us picking the Bills was a hopeful pick. Um, yes, it was definitely was- picking the dog. Yeah, we were using our hearts, not our brains. Um, but yeah, after watching the Browns play them tough, um, I figured the Bills, you know, could do a slightly better job. And um, Tyreek Hill is just so goddamn good. Something you can't account for. Like just he that one play I think he ran it was like he he ended up doing like seventy one or seventy two yards. yards, seventy one, yeah. But they probably didn't account for like. They, I'm sure they probably did do the stat or whatever, what the actual yards were since he was running like horizontal. 400, yeah, 480 <laughs> yards, I think, roughly. At like a at like a world record pace. Yeah, that guy is just like he, like he'll cramp out his body just because like he just exhausts his body to the point where like he can't like he just he gives it everything that it has until like he just like collapses on the ground and like then they lift him back up and hit him with some oxygen, give him give him a couple IVs and fuck put him back out there. Like you you are the you are the weapon we need. You can run faster than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fast. He makes other people look not fast. <laughs> Big and that's like, I, like we were watching that, like we were watching that, uh, like happen. Like he literally caught that ball. It's like, Oh, he's trapped. Oh, he's trapped. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> like it was like the, the emotions going through. It was just like, well, that was a good play. Holy shit. There's no way he can do that. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I can't remember the um like the safety's um name, but like as soon as he made that Jordan, first 
Jordan Poyer, I think. Poyer. Poyer. I don't know. It's not Dustin Poyer, but P P O Y E R. Poyer. There Poyer. we go. Like, <laughs> I was I, thinking way too hard on that one. Yeah, I could I couldn't remember who it was, but like as soon as Tyree Kill made like that first cut, he just immediately turned around and took like a pursuit angle <laughs> that was like 30 yards down the field. <laughs> he, he ended up making the tackle, but like he knew that he wasn't gonna try to like like yeah. rush in and miss the tackle. Like he just planted his foot, looked away from Tyreek Hill, and just ran. 30 yards down the field at like yeah it's a, like if he would have picked 29 yards he would have been a, he would have been short by 55 feet like how much of a pursuit angle would you have to take to catch Tyreek Hill I don't think it's possible probably like start from one pylon and run to the other pylon I don't know if I can do that <laughs> I'm gonna have to go half pie I'm gonna have to start in the middle and hope because also, he changes direction so fucking fast. Because that's, I even said that when we were watching the game. Like, he like, he caught it and like his hips were already going the other direction. And like, just that like motion of the body. If I tried to do that, I'd break something. Split, I would have definitely split in half. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd rip my pants, I'd fall down, and I'd like probably puke. Like, there's just nothing. I uh, I was just like, holy shit! There's no way people can do that. Also, can you imagine being? It's like, can you imagine being like that NFL safety? He's probably one of the fastest players on the field, and he even as soon as he knew, it's like I have to time this perfectly, or else he's going to make me look like an idiot. Yeah, and I mean, he, I mean, essentially didn't make him look good either. But at least like that wasn't like a. 80 yard touchdown. It was only a 71 yard run or catch and run. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I, I was kind of, I was disappointed in that game. I was kind of hoping Buffalo would come out with a little more sauce. <laughs> See what I did there, Buffalo sauce. But, uh, <laughs> but like it's, I don't know. They never really seemed like they were even close to being in the game. I no. think it was one of those things like, also, the Chiefs can just fucking turn it on. Yeah. Very not fair. Reminds me of a young Dallas Cowboy team. <laughs> yeah uh i don't know i mean the the chiefs are just they're just playing better i mean everybody kind of i guess kind of thought that Chiefs would do well you know i don't yeah. think everybody thought they would necessarily repeat um which is very hard to do in the nfl people say that yes <laughs> i i'm the one who says that no one oh, else okay. <laughs> yeah it was just me <laughs> Um, but yeah, so slated February seventh, um, Super Bowl. It's um, is this also the first time that um, a Home team, team has hosted? Yeah, because the Vikings had a chance to do it a couple of years ago. We all <laughs> we all know what happened there. <laughs> Losers, <laughs> way to way to lose, nerds. But uh, yeah, this will be the first year. I see there is a petition to take the uh, Buccaneers, like their pirate ship. They're like, that's home field advantage. You got to take the pirate ship out. I hope they do. Tom Brady, need, uh, Tom Brady needs no edge in this fucking game. I've seen how this, this game plays out. I saw it with Peyton Manning. I don't like it. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for sure. I wonder if AB will be back. Um, probably. Probably. 
casino. He was out. Um, save save that for the Super Bowl precast. Yeah, sorry, I was starting to kind of get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Silly us. Yeah, we have some to think about. Also, some we'll have a about. have a couple weeks to uh, determine if he will in fact be back. Stay tuned. <laughs> time, but I think uh, I have no idea what time we're at. But I wanted to uh, I wanted to finish this podcast by telling a poop story. I the always floor, say it's not the floor is yours. It's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a podcast. It's not a TNC podcast on a little bit of poop. So Sunday night during the bills chiefs game, I decided it was time for a fat Sunday Ordered a pizza, got some pasta, got some, got some tacos. It was a goddamn feast. Me and me and intern Taylor enjoyed it. We were watching the game. We were having some laughs my body was not prepared for that. So that was Sunday night. Ate healthy Monday, worked out, had not made a bowel movement still. That was Monday. Tuesday comes around. I have also not made a bowel movement. I eaten I ate healthy again. Get back hurt, but I was I was staying with it. Did a little bit of a did a little bit of a movement, some movement outside. Got the body sweating. So Wednesday AKA this morning comes around. I woke up little, like probably like an hour before I normally do. So I was like, God damn, have some coffee, have a little bit of Tyler time. So I drank, drank coffee, drank about 64 ounces of water on an empty stomach and went to work. And about 10 in the morning, I was like, Oop, there's the rumbles. Like, well, let's get this train rolling. And it just did the timing didn't work out. And so at about three 30, I was like, Oh, we're about to have a major emergency. And I was like, I'm going to go home for the day. And my boss is like, yeah, whatever, leave. Like you don't do anything here anyway. I was like, cool. See ya. And it's maybe a six minute drive from where I work to my house. And I knew I was like, I'm like, this one's going to be cutting it close. I need home field advantage for this one. Like I need, maximum comfort if i need to turn the lights off put some soft music on like i need home field advantage so i'm racing home i'm going like 45 and a 30 i'm not stopping i'm i've got my back like arched so there's no pressure on my ass i am racing home and like there was about two instances where i damn near had to reset the counter like like if someone would have pulled in front of me and I had to brake too hard, I have to get a new car. Like that was, <laughs> there is no way I could have salvaged the situation. So I turn the corners. I, I can see, I can see the TNT dojo. I know there is safety and a hundred yards away. So I fucking whip into my driveway. I get out and the sweet old people that live next to us, or drive by and they pull into the driveway like behind me as I'm getting out of my car to run to the door and they're like oh hey Tyler blah, blah. And they said something and I was like oh like I I am straining like I am like, like, like just a single tears falling out of my eye and I'm trying to be polite because they're nice old people and they said they were like, oh, they're like, oh, we're we're heading away this weekend. If it snows, would you mind uh, doing our sidewalks? I'm like, yep, yep, I yep, that's so, I, no problem. Like, please, 
they're just like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, that's no problem. I got no problem. I'm like, I have to run inside. I have to take this phone call. And they're like, oh yeah, no problem. Have a good day. It's like 3.34 at this point. I have raced home. I am in tears. I ran to the bathroom. I, not kidding. If I was, if I had like, if I was wearing buttonfly jeans, I wouldn't have made it. Like those things, I they were around my ankles as I was stepping into the bathroom. It was a fucking nightmare. Oh my god! It was one of those where I got done and I was just like, oh, oh. I was. I'm walking around great. That might have been why my back hurt. Well, it was a good. Conor McGregor had. He had an American. He had an American football in his suit pants leg. I fucking almost cracked porcelain with an American football. And that was me almost pooping my pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I guess the story had a happy ending. It would have been funnier if you wouldn't have made it, but... Uh... Oh, I wouldn't have told the story. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, that would have came out in therapy in about 12 years. Because <laughs> there it is. No goddamn way I would repeat that. You guys would be like, didn't you used to have a silver key? And I'd be like, no, I actually had to get rid of it. It burned down. <laughs> like, weren't you wearing jeans earlier? I was like, no, I was actually wearing sweatpants the entire day. Mind your business. Well, I, I just, I, it's been a while since I've had that thrill of almost pooping my pants. And God damn it made me feel alive. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, something else that'll give you a thrill, um, owning some nice merch from, uh, tcthepremix.com. So head on over to tcthepremix.com forward slash merch, or you can check it out in all of our other links at our link tree, uh, account. You can search for it in the URL, your search bar link, L I N K T R dot E E forward slash TC, the premix gives you links, uh, all of our stuff. Um, Yeah. Check out the uh, check out the new merch. Maybe buy yourself something. Like I said, um, you can check out Twitter off there as well. Give us a follow. Um, when we reach a certain undetermined amount of followers, I'm gonna give away some free merch. So it's 12 million. I determined it. <laughs> uh, Keep following, nerds. <laughs> uh, hang with it. Um, but yeah, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for 61, right? I'll put a pin in 61. Hot. Uh, hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. Catch you guys in episode 62. XOXO. See you guys later. Bye. See you.